Welcome to the Main Street Author Podcast, the place to discover how traditional business owners are leveraging the power of being a published author to grow their business. Get ready to discover practical and proven ways to enhance your reputation, build trust, and establish authority by authoring your own short, helpful book. On every episode, you'll hear from guest Main Street authors who have successfully authored, published, and leveraged their own book and want you to do the same. Now, here's your host of the Main Street Author Podcast, Mike Capuzzi. Welcome, everybody, to another insightful episode of the Main Street Author Podcast, the place to inspire business owners to author, publish, and leverage their own short, helpful books, or shooks as I call them. Now, today, I'm pleased to be able to have a conversation with a friend, a PR expert, and author, Mickey Kennedy. Now, Mickey launched his company, E-Releases, 22 years ago to give small businesses access to the media and to the national newswire, all with a personal touch. E-Releases delivers personal service and exceptional value to every customer with every press release at every price point. I am a client. I have referred clients to Mickey all because he and his company do a great job at what they do and for getting exposure in the media. Mickey, welcome to the Main Street Author Podcast. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good. And uh, as I said, you and I have known each other for years, and uh, you've done some great work for myself and my business and some of our clients. So um, I'm interested to talk about your author journey, but also any insights that we can talk about as far as how other authors can leverage the media to really promote their book. So before we get into that, Mickey, can you just give a little bit more of an overview of your company, you know, what you do for clients, et cetera? Yes, um, I run e-releases. Um, I started it a little over 22 years ago doing press release writing and press release distribution. Um, over the years, we partnered with uh, PR Newswire, so all of our releases get distributed uh, through a custom national distribution over PR Newswire. And uh, it basically enables our clients, which are mostly small businesses, um, authors, and startups, um, to get access to national media. And uh, if they have a message that resonates with journalists and writers, um, they get turned into articles. So uh, not unusual for some of our clients to get picked up in you know, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, USA Today, all of the big places, as well as a lot of small places, including like maybe your local news newspaper if, if you're located in a particular area uh, as well as local media and trade publications those are extremely important for people who are industry specific yeah and I want to want to talk about the national exposure versus local because again I know you know I know where your focus is but I know that there can be opportunities for local business owners to leverage local media as a matter of fact I don't know if I even shared this with you in the past Mickey it was before we I, I knew you it was back in 2007 but I had published my first book and I hired uh, a, a gentleman to write the press release and distribute it back then. And there wasn't a big budget behind this. I just wanted exposure. I was interviewed for Investors Business Daily. I was on TV. I was on radio. I mean, again, just a little bit of effort back then got me and my book. Now, the TV was local TV. The radio was local radio. But that was fine. My whole effort was trying to promote a fairly local book. It was about Philadelphia area entrepreneurs. But um, I, I, the Investor Business Daily article was very cool and uh, got some local media too. But that's, that is the power, correct, of a, an effective Absolutely. PR campaign. 
Oh, yes. Uh, the goal is to get uh, actual earned media. There's a, a lot of people out there that distribute and they get these links that show their release on certain websites, the syndicated sites. And, and really, that's just noise. The, the real ultimate goal is to have a unique article that's written about you or your company or in the case of a book uh, about your book, whether it's you know being launched or, or what the subject of the press release is, and, and to have those turned into unique content. And that helps your um, SEO. It helps you get traffic, helps, helps you to get book sales, uh, and uh, ultimately, you know, reach uh, reach customers directly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I want to drill down more into this because you bring such a unique expertise to this interview. But listen, as an author, and again, we're, this podcast is for authors, it is critical. Your number one job, once your book is done, is to promote it. And I really do believe for a good number of authors, you know, a media uh, campaign, a media strategy can be an effective way to get it out there. So you wrote a book, which I'm actually holding in my hands, uh, Mickey. I got mm -hmm. a copy of it years ago, The Beginner's Guide to Writing Powerful Press Releases. Tell me a bit about this book, you know, and really, you are a marketing expert. I mean, I've had the insight over the years to know, you know, in the past, how much money you invest on a monthly basis on marketing and advertising. You are a, you know, a, your company is a fairly large company. You have fairly large budgets for marketing. Why, though, a printed book? Why did you decide to write a book? I think that it is a huge credibility indicator. Um, there are people who look out, uh, look for information online. And if you have, a, in this case, a nonfiction book that's talking about press releases, um, they're going to buy it and hopefully see, um, I put on the cover that we, there's a PR bonus uh, uh, where they can go to the website and sign up. So we're using it for lead gen and then expose them to actual distribution. So, you know, they're working on writing release. At the end of that, we hope that, you know, they're going to do something with it. And we hope that they'll do it with us. So it just seemed like a really good uh, way to reach people that are, you know, traditionally offline and not necessarily looking for press release distribution at this moment, but they might be down the line. And correct me if I'm wrong, um, did you, were you able to, was this the book that you were able to get to be an Amazon best-selling book? I did. I did get it to be an Amazon bestseller. Uh, it wasn't immediately upon launch. It was a, a few months into it uh, that uh, I, I uh, was doing some research and came across uh, a a tactic that someone used um, to become a bestseller. And so uh, it was very, very easy. And I looked into it and, and people are still, still doing it. Um, basically what you do is, uh, in my case, I have the, the paperback version of the book and I set the price as low as I could and still be able to sell it internationally. Uh, so it's $9.99 for a 160 page um, uh, book it's approximately 160 pages and on the kindle side i set that really low i think it was 99 cents or a dollar 99 when i set it and then what i did is i uploaded the book the kindle the the uh, electronic version of the book into apple system and set the price to zero i then went back to uh, amazon and asked if they would uh, do a price match and set allow to set my price to zero Amazon's not happy about that uh, because they're in the business of selling books. Apple just is, you know, they're big and giant and they don't really care about the, if you want to, you know, make something available for free, they're more than happy to host it and, and uh, handle that uh, transmission. So uh, 
Amazon reluctantly said yes, but we reserve the right to change it back to a, a, a price at any point. And I look today and it's still $0. And I know that I sell, uh, you know, many hundreds of copies of this uh, to people uh, electronically uh, because it's available for free. And uh, when I did that, I also announced it to my customer list and told them that the book was available for free. Uh, I indicated it was for a limited time because originally I wasn't sure that they were going to accept that. So I did the five day um, promotion where I think once a quarter you can set the, uh, the price to zero for promotional purposes up to five days. And so uh, I, I, I sent that out to my customer list two or three times. And I did ask if you, if you like it to, you know, leave me a review. And I think at the end of it, I got like uh, 20, reviews out of it and uh i just would check my results every day and every time after i'd send out the email and i would be number one in uh books public relations uh also uh, i think startup starting a business was another category that i also was uh number one and i just took screenshots of that i've never really done much with it <laughs> except for the fact that i can say hey i'm an amazon bestseller uh, and, and, you know, I, I've got it there recorded and everything like that. Um, even today when I, uh, went to Amazon and looked at the, uh, listing of the book, uh, I'm number three in, uh, uh, public relations uh, in the Kindle store. And I think that a lot of that has to do with the fact that my pricing is is free. Um, I'm, I'm not using it to to really make any money. I'm using it for, you know, hope, hopefully for lead gen and to get people to find out about me, find out about my business. And at the end of the day, provide a really good resource for the basics of writing a press release. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at, I mean, your book was published back in 2014 and for it to be, you're right, I'm looking at it right now on Amazon. It's number three in public relations for the Kindle version. I mean, that's there, that's a testimony. Yes, the free book definitely helps, but uh, I am sure there have been a number of clients that have come from this, you know, pathway, uh, and it is a strategy. And you're right. Listen, I, I just checked while I was on while you were talking. I published a book back in July, the hundred-page book, and I published it for the one of the one of the top reasons I published that particular book, Mickey, was to see if I could achieve bestseller status. So it was very, I did like a PhD study into Amazon and what it, what it takes. And um, I mean, you're right. The, the reality is, does it really matter, quote, being a bestseller? No. But there are, there are some reasons why. I mean, a lot of times I poo-poo it, but there, there are reasons why. And I'm we're like seven or eight months since I published it. Now, as of this very moment, it's not a number one bestseller, but earlier this week, uh, it was. So it's, it's sort of at that period in time where it's like kind of going in and out each day based on sales. But to have that longevity with your book, there, there's a lot of you know reasons why. It's a great book. So if anyone's interested in writing press releases or leveraging press releases in their business, it's free on Kindle uh, and it's 10 bucks for the print version. It's And I have the print version. It's a, a quality book. So... Uh, anyway, we kind of digress there, but I think what you shared with that strategy, and I've I've learned that strategy also. I haven't used it, but it's a uh, um, it is a strategy that certain people might want to leverage to uh, get their book really highly ranked on Amazon. So you wrote the book back in twenty, actually even before that. I guess you updated it in twenty fourteen. The version I have has twenty twelve. Yeah, that's correct. I, I've I I did update it then, and uh, I I've 
it's it's sort of an evergreen because mm -hmm. the principles mm -hmm. in there are 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 ones that are tried and true. Um, it even talks about Pinterest at the time, and and it's still <laughs> applicable. Mm -hmm. it, it hasn't really uh, come out of. Uh, you know, it hasn't expired yet, the information. I do think that uh, we might be doing an update uh, in, in, the, in the near future, uh, but uh, it, it, it provides the, the basics mm -hmm. and it's a, you know, it basically is a beginner's guide. I was looking at the reviews today and someone gave it a, a low ranking because they said I was expecting something more advanced, but then again, it, it should have been obvious <laughs> with the name beginner's guide. But I'm still going to give you really, really, really uh, low, low rankings. And I, I get entertained by this because if you have, uh, 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 you know, low stars from someone for a crazy reason, it, when I'm looking at people, I'm like, ah, it only adds more credibility to me. So we're going to digress. So you can tell we're friends. We haven't talked in a little while. So I, on that topic, the whole Amazon review thing is just there's like you know, it's great, but it also, you can't worry about it. Right. So I have a book right. called the magic of short books and it's, it's very, you know, it's for, it says right on the thing for business owners. It's, it, you know, very specific what the book is about. I just got a review cause I check them too, right? You can't help it. Um, I sure. just got a review. Here's what it was. It was the only one star review for this. Hate <laughs> the book. It's really short. Don't buy it. <laughs> Wow. And and I looked the person up. It turns out it looks like it's a kid because all the other books reviewed were kid books like Harry Potter. Right. But Amazon, I contacted Amazon. I'm like, this thing should be taken off. This is not legit. They won't. <laughs> Amazon's really tough on that stuff. They're like, oh, no, it doesn't. Right. Know. But like, hate this book. It's really short. Well, it's called The Magic of Short Books. Anyway. Um, so I, I, I feel your pain there, but uh, it's part of the game. So, But you wrote this book. Did it do what you thought it was going to do? What can you talk about, like kind of what happened after you published it, or you know your use of it? Did it start driving clients? It didn't transform the business, but it <laughs> is an avenue that we hear people say that's how they found out about us. Mm -hmm. And um, I also uh, use a PDF version of the book on my website as a lead magnet. Um, so I will uh, offer people visiting my blog uh, a copy of the book as a PDF. Um, for giving me basically their email address and uh, name so that I can then uh, put them on an autoresponder series just explaining the principles of press releases and what we do. And so it, it's it's worked really well. Um, I, I, I didn't think it would last as long as it has because I've, I've always worried that this is something else I'm going to have to update every couple of years. And I just went through it, uh, I think around a year ago, and I was surprised how little has changed. I mean, and I was really proud of myself that we had put Pinterest in there, I think, uh, when we did it. And uh, it was fairly new, if I recall. And, it, you know, it's still applicable, uh, the, the talking about social media and how that could play with your distribution and sending a release out. Because, you know, you send a release to the media, but you can also share it with your leads, share it with your vendors, share it with social media. Um, it's content that you can make available to everyone. You know, you want to uh, own your story and um, sort of like when you have a win, celebrate it and celebrate it with everyone, um, you know, that's in your circle. And press releases work really well for that as, um, as another source. Yeah, and I, and I want to dive into that in a second. But I will say going back to the updating, and you're right, you know, I personally do update my books. I update them every year. And the beauty of Amazon, just for those of you who are listening and are using Amazon, is 
you can upload new PDF files for your interior or your cover, and they don't charge you. I mean, other companies will charge you for updates. They don't charge you, and it essentially becomes live within a day or two. So we just updated them for 2021, and what it allows me to do in the book description, Mickey, is I've, the very top line says, updated for 2021. So now people realize this is a timely book. The updates are probably minimal. I mean, we fix some mistakes if we find them, et cetera. But a good solid book like that you have or that I write, it's not like you're spending days or weeks updating it uh, unless you know, you're in some sort of business or niche that requires that. But yeah, I mean, it, that's the beauty. It's an asset. And with a little bit of polishing every few years, you can get kind of new life out of it. Have you just had a curiosity... And then we'll jump into, you know, media for authors. But have you ever considered doing like the, you know, the online, because I know you do a lot of online advertising, but like a traditional free book funnel for this thing? I have thought about it. Um, I think that uh, that might be a good uh, motivator for me to update it first and, and then make mm -hmm. it available. Mm -hmm. um, I do send the book out to uh, the paperback version to all new customers. Uh, and it's just uh, I send a little uh, shock and awe kit uh, with with some stuff. And, and the book is one of those things that I that I do include. And uh, yeah, I, I, I do see it available as used a lot because there's, you know, I, I've, I've put probably 15,000 copies of this physical book in circulation. So there are a lot of used copies of it out there uh, as a result of that. Uh, but I do think that uh, people appreciate it. And uh, I did have one person out of the 15,000 say, are you saying that I need to learn how to better write my release? And I was like, no, it's just, uh, I, I thought it would be useful. And if, and if you can't use it, feel free to share it with someone who you think might be able to. And they're like, oh, okay. But uh, uh, outside of that, it, it's been very favorably received. Um, I've had a lot of people feel like, uh, it's it's helped with trust and credibility, you know, by putting that in their hands and, uh, you know, them skim through it and maybe find some ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the power of, uh, you know, a good, helpful book. And, uh, you know, that's the power of you know being able to share that information. And, and you, I always say you, you can't help people if you don't write it, if it's not out there in the world. So, um, yeah. Let's talk about, since I have you as an expert, um, let's talk about how to leverage press releases for authors. Just give me some ideas or tips or anything that you think would be helpful to listeners, Mickey, about leveraging a PR strategy for their books. Right. I th the, the most important part is strategy because um, you you know you're you're an author you can write a, a, a well-written release um but uh what's the strategy behind it and you have to sort of reverse engineer it and say how can i make this something that would be of interest to the readers of a of a publication so if, if you have a, a market in mind what you know how can i make my my book uh, applicable to them. If it's nonfiction, it, it, it's much more easier to, to, to do that and to sort of, you know, come up with some ideas to make it relevant and applicable to the industry and, and get that out. Uh, a compelling quote uh, is, is uh, uh, really necessary. Um, you know, I would recommend using bullets if you can to get information. You want to make it real easy for someone to say, oh, this looks like a good resource in this industry or, or something that contributes uh, 
in an in an interesting or novel way, and uh, we would love to share that with our readers. And so, uh, by making it really easy to digest, focusing on uh, what the most important aspects are, or the most important aspects you feel would be relevant to the readers, um, your book's focus might be um, you know one aspect, but there might be some that you mention in the book that might be more applicable to that industry. So, like I said, you want you might want to play with it to find something that works. That being said, um, you know, it may take a few releases to, to get uh, mileage or anything like that, because uh, um, you, you don't know what works until you try it. And uh, it, it's, it's one of those things that uh, it, it can get frustrating. Um, I know that uh, David Meerman Scott, which is a big guy in PR, um, he wrote the new rules of marketing and PR. And it's probably the the, the biggest selling book to ever really hit the the PR space um, in in the past uh, decade or so since it was launched. Um, he says in the Audible version of it, because uh, I have the books, but I, I love Audible. Um, in the forward, he says that he did twelve press releases before he got traction, mm. and he's the expert in PR. And the book was about using PR <laughs> oh, to geez. promote and. And and it took it took like a, a dozen releases for him to 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 get out. And you know, I think that what he did was he did some of the obvious ideas. Here's my name. I'm announcing this book. This is what the book is about. It's just a general book launch. And you really have to get to the meat of what is the book. And only towards the end did he get very strategic. And I think if he did it over again, he could probably get picked up in three releases or less wow. uh, because I think that he realized that uh, I'm talking about using marketing and PR and strategy, but I was just sort of phoning <laughs> it in those first few releases because it's easy. We, yeah. we all see yeah. other press releases out there that are very, you know, press release is a very simple thing and it's very easy to read. So we all get sort of seduced into thinking I can just follow that as a formula. Uh, my name, my quote, what, you know, book being launched, what the book is about. Um, but you really have to get strategic and really play at some really captivating angles. Like what's really hot in the industry or what, uh, what trend, is your book sort of, uh, you know, uh, promoting or, or, or could align itself to very easily and then do that in the press release and you'll, you'll have much better results. You won't need to do that many press releases. Yeah. And listen, I've, I've shared this with you. I mean, you helped my daughter when she published her book, Dog Joy, as a senior in high school. We did just send one press release and she got a ton of exposure that, you know, as far as we're concerned, she was on the front page of several newspapers. She got picked up as like one of the top 15 people under 30 in a local magazine from one press release. Now, we were a bit more strategic and again, working with your team, and I think your team does this for all their clients, we figured out. Uh, there were certain national event dates, you know, National Do Adopt Your Dog Month or something like Rescue a Dog Month or something like that, which we tied the first press release in. So correct me if I'm wrong. So first of all, again, thank you for that. Doesn't your team help? So when, when a client works with you guys, do you guys figure that out in, in conjunction with the, uh, the client or is that something different? We do. Uh, we, we are a resource. My staff is only editors, so we don't have salespeople. And, you know, the people that you're talking to are people who are seeing releases and knowing what works. So uh, feel free to ask questions, have them review 
your release if you have one already written or your ideas for release um, and, and, and just talk with them and just say, hey, I'd just like to bend your ear for a few minutes and get some ideas uh, about a you know, a possible press release for my book or, or, or what I'm working on. And you, you, you will find that those types of things come up and that we are a great resource. Uh, we also can write the release as well. Um, we, we have a uh, really good writers, um, that, that we could utilize, but you know, if you've written a book and you know, it's, it's fairly straightforward to write a press release. So I would say, you know, feel comfortable, you have us review it, uh, just to make sure it's all in the right uh, format and stuff like that. But the, 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 uh, the newswire doesn't care as much about format and style as they used to. Uh, when I started this 20 years ago, if you had a AP, uh, mistake, style mistake in your press release. It was like, wow, no one's going to pay attention to you. Now they don't even care. If you send a release over and it it's not in title case, uh, the headline, they'll just send it as is. They don't really care anymore. And it's because journalists don't care. Journalists really care about the content, which is good. I think it's great. It's, it's sort of democratized uh, press releases and content because now you're competing on what is it uh, that's actually newsworthy in a press release rather than you know is is it perfect and uh, you know you don't want to make you know grammatical errors and things like that but you know just slight stylistic things no longer hold you back and I'm gonna hit you from left field so uh, my, and my brain might be a little fuzzy on this, but I, I recall you talking to me about one of your clients, and I thought it was a local business owner, and I thought he was an author. I could be wrong. Or maybe maybe it was just a local business owner who used a PR strategy. Um, and I don't know if it was like in the home repair or paint. Does this ring a bell? And I just remember you sharing the success he had with a multi-step, multi-PR campaign. Does any of that ring a bell from a conversation we had a couple years ago? Maybe in Georgia? No, was he down I, south? Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I, Like I said, I knew it was a left field question I didn't prepare you for. But I, I, do, okay. I do remember us talking because you used him as an example of what I thought was either an author or a local business owner who leveraged a media strategy. Right. And, and I do have a, uh, a customer who is a boudoir photographer in the Philadelphia area, and he got picked up in Cosmopolitan, Huffington Post, uh, International, uh, Philadelphia Inquirer, which is a local paper for him, but that's a big paper. And uh, and all he and he all he did was. Uh, you know, he's, he's about being body positive and accepting all sizes and, and couples and love and, and making them feel important and giving them images that are just beautiful. And uh, that re resonated really well uh, with people that are out there. Uh, and he did several releases. I have an author who does fiction, Sam Jane Brown, and um, she does a lot of press releases. And, uh, you know, we told her, you know, here's strategy, here's what you do. And she just puts her head down and does it. And she gets media pickup. Um, she's, she's, she is very happy. And I told her initially that fiction is one of the hardest things because unlike a nonfiction thing, people can publish it based on what you talk about on a subject matter. But when it comes to fiction, it's like how you write, the complexity of the language, how beautiful it is. A lot of things that uh, are very difficult to 
to judge unless you pick up the book and read it. And most people are never going to do that with a book of fiction. And so uh, it, it, it makes it a lot more difficult. That being said, um, you know, she's someone who, who takes our lessons to heart and just, you know, rolls out one release after another. And she does get pick up for it. Uh, and, and, and she's very happy. She's self-published. She's an independent author. Um, I, I don't know if that's changed or not because she publishes a lot of books. So she might be working with a, a publisher now. Uh, but um, last time I talked with her, she was still independent and still doing really well. Um, and But we, we deal with a lot of people. And I think that the thing is you want to look for uh, what is it that people talk about in your industry, if you're industry specific, um, or and what they don't talk about? Because sometimes those gaps or blind spots are opportunities where you can join the conversation. And, you know, is there something about your book? I mean, a lot of people when they publish nonfiction are trying to get something out that's a, a little different or newsworthy, or, um, you know, it, it's something that they feel isn't properly being addressed currently. So if you can get that across um, to, to your industry, uh, you do stand a chance of getting media pickup. And uh, the quote, uh, I've, I've mentioned it before, quotes are so important and they're the most thoughtless part of the press release for a lot of people. Uh, I've seen, uh, I've seen press releases with outstanding quotes that we've coached people on that got picked up and the person's like, eh, it was a so-so press release and the newsworthiness wasn't very high, but that quote was amazing and I wanted to get it into an article. So that's why we wrote about you. Um, and also uh, we've had people who've had uh, uh, a book about a certain uh, industry topic and uh, it inspired an article on that topic. And the managing editor looked at the the, the article and said, why are you mentioning this quote from this person? It's not even a good quote. And he scratched it out. And now that person's no longer in the article he inspired. So he inspired this article. Oh, he wrote a book about that subject and they removed him because the quote was mediocre. So I tell people, if you have a compelling quote, any managing editor will say, I've never heard of this guy. I don't know anything about him, but man, that's a great quote. He might even circle it and say, great quote. Uh, so they're, you're not to get removed so i would say uh spend a long time with your quote your headline and your opening sentence and paragraph and and those that's your most important part but but even more important than all that is the strategy try to come up with a strategy before you start putting words down because after a while you just start working with the words you have on the page <laughs> and really the, the strategy uh would would probably, if, if it was, you know, if you redone it from the beginning with strategy in mind, none of those words would, would may not even appear there yep. because you would have written about something completely yep. different. Uh, that's, oh, that is awesome advice. And uh, I'm sitting here, take, I'm literally taking notes, Mickey, but real quick, <laughs> real quick, real quote, just for clarification, because you're probably in your, it's a little bit jargon on, you know, you're used to it. When you say a quote, are you talking about a third party quote? Are you talking about just a quote you come up with? Just go a little it's deeper. A, what, do, what do you mean by quote? Sure. It's a quote that you came up with. And it's usually, if you're an author, it's usually you. Uh, uh, it can be a third party or someone else at the company. So whenever you see a press release and like it's AT&T announcing something, it's usually someone at AT&T that's being quoted. Uh, if you're issuing a book, uh, you, you would have a, a compelling quote where you want to put something in first person. There's usually a reason for it because mm -hmm. press releases are in third person. So you want to say something that's meaningful that, uh, is is uh, centers you and anchors you to the release. Um, it, you, you know that's your time to to flourish 
uh, use good, good, you know, great language, uh, show some of your writing talents, perhaps. Um, it could also be a third party. For example, if you have a bulk right. and a trade association mm -hmm. said something favorable about it, uh, definitely get a quote from the trade association and put it in there. Uh, if you have somebody that's like a trade association or an authority in your industry and they're willing to do a quote, uh, I find it's a good idea to ask for a quote with a sample quote and said, this is what I came up with, but you know, uh, feel free to come up with your own. A lot of times they'll circle back and say, that's fine. I feel fine. Uh, go ahead and use that quote and just attach my name to it. Uh, so, uh, you know, don't be afraid to write the quote yourself as a courtesy for them. Uh, if, if, uh, you know, and see what they say. Uh, it makes their job a lot easier. They're like, oh, I got to come up with a quote. Oh, they came up with it for me. Yeah, I might make it. I might tweak a couple of words because I don't see myself saying that exactly. But this is fine. So, uh, you know, those are all great things to do. Uh, I, I think that a third party quote does give you more credibility when it comes to a book um, to have someone else that's out there uh, sort of you know, endorsing you, so to speak, through a quote, um, that that's a great use of, of, of getting a quote in there. But that being said, uh, like the, the author, Sam Jane Brown, she, she does quotes uh, about herself, the author, and, you know, she'll say something that's just really beautiful or moving. And you just feel like, wow, I kind of want to get into that world and see what that's about. Geez, Mickey, I could have another 30-minute conversation with you on this. I've <laughs> literally taken half a page of notes. So I'm just writing some new stuff here. But um, uh, we have to wrap up. But before we do, just a couple more quick questions. I just want to maybe some listeners are thinking. First of all, do you work with international clients or is it just U.S.-based? Uh, we work with clients uh, internationally. Um, we are predominantly U.S. distribution. We have some international distribution we can add to it, but the basis of our distribution is U.S. Okay. And this is a loaded question because I think people are probably wondering, like, I know working with your company as a client, A, you add a ton of value. Your team is great. I've always enjoyed working with them. They've always added some great insights. Can you... For the, the business owner, author, what kind of budget would you set, set aside for something like a decent, not a, you know, not a every month kind of thing necessarily, but just like a decent PR campaign just so they can get their head around what that kind of investment looks like? Any, any just sort of high level numbers you can share there? Sure. So um, we have a new customer special that anyone can come across if they just visit our website and ask and chat or talk. It, it's uh, you can also get there by just going to ereleases.com slash hello. And it's basically our entry level uh, service for one ninety nine, which is one hundred dollars off. So for two hundred dollars, you can move uh, a press release through us. Uh, you are uh, able to buy a package. Um, um, shortly after that release has gone out or at the time that you purchase that initial release. Um, so you're getting at that price um, if you're wanting to buy a bundle. I always say that a PR campaign is usually a minimum of six press releases. And uh, you then wanna try different approaches um, and, and try to figure out what works. And if something does work, you wanna see, can I tweak it and modify it and it still work? Um, and uh, so, you know, six releases at approximately $200 each is, is you know, about $1,200 uh, for a distribution. That being said, if all you can afford is two or three releases, 
is at that price, um, you know, that's that's better than nothing. Mm -hmm. And uh, every little bit helps. Uh, you you got some, uh, you know, great pickup with just one release. So it does happen. But it generally does take mm -hmm. a few releases mm -hmm. to sort of figure out and hone in on what works and what doesn't work. Um, I, I actually uh, just recently created a video training on just the strategy and how to uh, reverse engineer strategy as part of your press release. Um, and people can access that for free at ereleases.com slash plan, P-L-A-N. And uh, that really goes into how to look at your industry, figure out what people are talking about, what people aren't talking about, and try to build different approaches so that you can say, I'm going to do six releases, but unlike, uh, you know, David, Mirman, Scott, I'm going to do, com you know, completely different approaches and uh, put strategy into it. And your likelihood of pickup is going to be much stronger as a result of that. And if somebody does want, you know, they may be authors, but if someone does want to tap into your team's expertise to have write it, it's it's a bit more for each release. It is. I think it's an additional two hundred dollars through that new customer special uh, to have it written by us. Um, and a lot of people, when they do it, they just usually buy the, the writing for the one time, the initial release. And then once they see it, they're like, "Oh, this is this is very easy. I could do this myself." So uh, you know, don't be afraid to go ahead and write it yourself initially, but uh, and and have us put it in the right style for you or the right format, uh, the AP style. Uh, but, uh, you know, once you've seen one written for you, you're, you're going to feel like I can handle this. The, the important part is to put that strategy yeah, in there from it, the beginning. Yeah. Listen, but listen, I found value and I appreciate it because your team did help us write the press release. And you're right. We could write. I'm a marketing guy. But I, and you're right. It was that first one. And it just, it, it was a, a, it was just, it was very helpful. So anyone who's listening to this, first of all, I highly recommend Mickey and his company. I don't say that lightly. Um, they are just, you know, he's a class act. The, the team's always been great. I mean, you heard the pricing. It's so cost effective. So this is a strategy if you haven't considered, and, and, and I'm sure Mickey, and we're going to have to wrap up here, but I'm sure you've heard people say, oh, I've tried PR before and it didn't work. Um, you've got to get past that if that's been something you've tried in the past. I just think there is an opportunity here. And like Mickey said, it's not necessarily the words on the paper. It is the strategy behind it. Um, so give, you know, he, he and his team a call. And, and Mickey, as we wrap up, um, just share again the various links you'd like to send people to to get okay. a, your book um, and B, you know, how they can learn more about you and your company. Okay, so uh, the ereleases.com slash plan, P-L-A-N, uh, that page will uh, take you to uh, a training about strategy, which is re way more important than learning how to write a release. And uh, you also get a copy of my uh, book, uh, the PDF version for free, and a few other resources um, there. And when you're ready to move a release, then uh, ereleases.com slash hello is our page for new customers to uh, purchase a release uh, for an additional uh, uh, discount of $100. So it'd be $199 to move our entry-level release. Hmm, very good. Well, we'll put those in the show notes. Mickey, like I said, we probably this is probably now the longest episode, <laughs> but that's good. I, I could go on for another half hour, and uh, I'm gonna uh, you know get some in, get more insight from you. But thank you very much again. For, if you're listening, go to his site. Grab the video, grab the free copy, and uh, I, I don't think you can go wrong. So, Mickey, thank you very much.
It's great to be here. You've just listened to another insightful episode of the Main Street Author Podcast. If you've been on the fence about writing your own book, there's no better time than now to become a Main Street author. To learn more, visit MainStreetAuthor.com. That's MainStreetAuthor.com. And while you're there, schedule a complimentary strategy session with Mike to discuss your book ideas. See you next time. And remember, you can do this.